a Chris Isaac song about politics. Most Chris Isaac songs are about politics. He uses yeah. sex as a metaphor for uh, the legislation process. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, male sexiness. Baby did a bad, bad thing is about a junior senator who um, added too many amendments to a reconciliation bill and it was unable to pass. That is a bad, bad thing. Politics are so boring. Damn. Wicked game. Somebody's crying. Yes. Those are are just two songs of his. (laughs) I only know two songs. He's referring to the song from Eyes Wide Shut and the Wicked Game song. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just remember that he, um, at some award show, him and Cameron Diaz were presenting an award together and he kissed her in the middle of it. And Cameron Diaz got really mad and was like, that wasn't in the script. Ew. He like, she like immediately like told, like told on him. She tattled. <laughs> dancing. Is that the dancing in the moonlight song? Everybody was dancing. That one's actually about Ted dancing. No. <laughs> Oh, it's D-A-N-S-O-N in the moonlight. Dude, Chris Isaac, he's got some levels to him. Dancing. I mean. Oh, yeah. He must be. He must get so many blowjobs that he's like permanently stoned. (laughs) And he's just like. The post-orgasm high, you're saying? He's like the guy. He's like in train spotting when he's so high and OD'd that he's like in the carpet. Oh yeah, he just yeah. gets his dick sucked so much. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna. Oh shit, I was gonna send you the thing, but it's video unavailable, blocked by Viacom. Fucking Viacom. Hate the corporations. Hate how they won't let me watch video clips from their Thanks. award shows. <laughs> Free. Yeah, I saw it. I don't care. Okay. And MTV Movie Awards, right? I mean, I care. I just thought it was an interesting award or moment because it was genuine, like Discomfort, getting told tension on national TV immediately. Kiss, yeah, and the entire world forgot it happened because it was I don't, not yeah, a big I don't deal. Even know who he was? Was it as big of a deal oh, as when Michael Jackson kissed a, a girl? What Lisa Marie? For all of you who said this wouldn't last, I think it's the <laughs> single smallest kiss any man has ever given a woman in his life. And he proved us wrong. He's just vomiting backstage in a garbage can. He really and they're proves like, people wrong. Lisa's like, that. is Michael okay? They're like, we need an ambulance. And he's just being carried out <laughs> in an ambulance because he kissed a girl for the first time. Instead in of his hooking life. them up to an oxygen mask, they hook them up to like a little boy's asshole. And that's what resuscitates him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's. It's realistic. <laughs> oh, so I want to Adam texted about when he was watching them. What was the name of this movie? The Hideaway? Hideaway. Hideaway. He, one word. He, te- he said, this movie is awesome. I want to play. I want to guess when, what scene he was looking at when he texted that. And my first guess is either the scene where it, I, my fun guess would be it's when you see when he's like in heaven or whatever and you see the naked girl well like adam don't answer because i want to guess too so when you see like the naked seven-year-old girl i'm sure no. he's like oh this movie's awesome <laughs> that's that's my joke guess <laughs> the seven-year-old I, girl wearing the bodysuit 
Yeah, it's just yeah. like a smooth, like colored like bodysuit. George Costanza when he's uh, my re- bodysuit guy. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah, my, my real guess, guess is when when they're having sex. My that, guess? Cra- that crazy sex scene. <laughs> the Christine Lottie, Jeff Goldblum sex scene. Yeah, yeah that was hot. At- okay, what's your guess? I'm gonna say it's the two minute slow push in on Jeff Goldblum and his like turtleneck sweater. <laughs> When he's just like <laughs> listening to Miranda Sex Garden, his daughter's favorite band, just oh, blasting yeah. through the floor. And he's just like, I feel like Jeff Goldblum half directed this movie. But just based on how he, weird his performance was. I mean, he's he's completely taking over the movie. He's in way too many scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's about him, though, right? It's one so man's when, journey. When did you get? Yeah, when, when did, did you, you say te- that? I texted it to you after the opening. So That's, it was when the girl was butt ass. Oh, no, oh, when no, the no. guy was. It was after yeah, he the guy it. goes to hell. Man, that opening yeah. is fucking amazing. This is, the opening is like a masterpiece. I would say. I mean, the CGI sucks. Yeah, but for the time, editing is boring. The editing is bad in this movie. The editing is bad. I agree. I I also hate when when. Uh, they freaking he just walks up and do he just has a room in this house that has like pentagrams all over the walls and like clearly like a sacrifice altar and yeah and it's like what that's not your house dude like your parents wouldn't see like hey something's up with our kid he's also rich yeah yeah he's a rich kid the dad lives in a giant mansion and he has like magic marker and newspaper clippings that was yeah. a pretty gnarly way to murder his family, though. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Uh, and I thought that room was cool. Like, I don't know. And then they also in the on. opening, they show, they try to hide who the father is, but you can see it. So it's not a surprise later on. Oh, really? I missed <laughs> Yeah. I was surprised. I, I, yeah, I, did, I wasn't paying attention. I'm a big Alfred Molina fan, so I'm always on the lookout. Oh, yeah. Um, Doc Ock. Yeah, well, heard of him. One of the best Doc Ox. Cool guy from Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, his first what role else? was in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was as like the native guy. Wasn't that, wasn't that his first? He's like the Sherpa who gets killed. Yeah, at the beginning. He says, Indy, throw me the uh, idol, and then he gets murdered. He's His first role is Brownface. That's cool. I figured it out. Like I figured it out. Uh, I didn't know it was his son, but uh, I figured... Uh, he obviously knew who the other guy was. Like, I would have just been pressing that doctor from the beginning. Like, hey, who's anyone, this other guy you resurrected from the dead? Anyone would know who the killer is in this movie. Yeah, There's yeah. no way this guy yeah, can get away with kid, anything. Did that, does this movie come out before or after The Matrix? Before, right? Before. It was heavily influential on The Matrix. I'm glad they explained his sunglasses, too. Because that was dumb as shit. He looked so stupid. With those dumbass tiny sunglasses, and then oh, later yeah. they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, but like, no. he's wearing them in the club." Was he, yeah, was that always a problem for him? Because Jeff Goldblum doesn't have a problem with sunglasses. No, because he went to heaven, probably not hell. They he died. Him- they both died, and Jeff Goldblum's character actually died for a longer period of time than the yeah, Visagio. Visagio. <laughs> His real name is Daniel. Vagina, Vaginio. That was cool though when he like 
his like all of his chakras aligned right before he got resurrected yeah. also is he immortal is jeff goldblum immortal now the the justification they have for like the the whole science basis of the the why they get pulled back and stuff is like unnecessary i think like, oh, I didn't know they even explained it. I thought he was just like, I have resurrection juice. And then yeah, he shot he, it into the scientists like invented this thing that like brings can bring people back and he's only used it on two people, I guess. But then there's like the spiritual element of this movie that is very bizarre because of how like sincerely shown it is. But it's like, isn't what it weird mean, for what like, do you mean sincerely? Isn't it weird for, well, it's like, showing heaven and hell and like, i don't think it's sincere it's not that it's shown sincerely it's that it's shown literally and it looks yeah but very like, primitive it looks like a nintendo yeah. 64 game <laughs> i like how like yeah. <laughs> when the guy is going like he's fall going to into hell or whatever his soul is that like little face on like the flip yeah <laughs> that and it, that reminded like, me of some like instagram story yeah. uh filter or it kind of looks like uh Remember Thumb Wars? The like the guy who did like Kung Pao Enter the Fist. He would do like movies with like Tom Shadyac. Oh, yeah, Tom he Shadyac. did those too. Kind of, it kind of looked like that. <laughs> um, but it was funny when he was falling to hell. He was like, uh, uh. yeah. I didn't know if he was enjoying it or it's like you just asked for this, bro. Just like yeah, you the, asked to go to the sound design. Just had this funny him making this like funny little. <laughs> noise make he makes a very whiny noise yeah both of them too gold like, yeah. was like weird as hell i didn't know if gold was enjoying it or not dude but those hell scenes are awesome i like, mean i mean i love i love it when movies show i hell. i, I hate shitty cgi though um yeah but i mean it was you got to think of it about it at the time wasn't he he was like the lawnmower man guy who wasn't that like the first time I, hate, I hated like it back happen back or like then, been shown well, or something like so Brett like Leonard was the pioneer of this technology wasn't he well, you know well this was his like niche he he directed lawnmower man before this and that has a lot of tunnel sequences of people going through tunnels the CGI in lawnmower man I think is better and it's even it's an older movie mm. it probably costs a lot more the CGI in this movie looks very rushed, like it was done very quickly. And this guy has everything he did has a lot of like cyber technology in air quotes. Like one thing he directed that you got to watch is his Billy Idol cyberpunk music video. Mm. So in the mid 90s, Billy Idol reinvented himself as a cyberpunk. Okay. Cause he was, a, you know, a punk rocker. Right. So then he got like, he basically like ripped off the prodigy and like gave himself like spiky hair. Uh, I see. Kind of like how Vanilla Ice like reinvented himself as a rap rap metal guy. Exactly, and it went over just as well. But yeah, there's this video of like Billy Idol and Chris Gaines kind of thing. Oh, I have seen Lawnmower Man. I'm looking at it now. It's like they're Sasha Fierce. Well, I think Lawnmower Man's a better movie than this. Yeah, that movie was great because I remember I watching it. it thinking thinking that was the South Park guy. It's not good, but it's better than Hideaway. I think Hideaway is very boring after the I first it, like 
25 minutes. Yeah, I couldn't believe it how long it had to go. Fucking like drags for an hour. Story. It could have been. It could have been like I would like I was saying. I would read it as a graphic novel. That'd be a pretty cool, kind of Constantine esque graphic novel, where he's just like this psychic detective. It's just, but uh, it's he's just, not a detective though. What does Chef no, Goldblum do in the movie? What is his like job? What is this is job? this is like year. <laughs> he's oh, rich as hell. He has like two this homes. Great. What's what's his wife do? Also, yeah, it's weird to see. Him. Oh, they they must have had a great life insurance on that young now, kid. That died. Okay, so let's talk more about yeah, Brett Letter. That's all it was. They were just stuff. living large off of that life, <laughs> that life insurance. Oh yeah, the dead kid. Yeah, the naked girl. I mean, I, I they were in a smaller house in that scene, right? She leaves the house on a little bicycle and then gets hit. Yeah, yeah. Like his dream by a yeah, dope like a ass one, Corvette. It was like a shitty, one, like two bedroom. Yeah, I like how he, like, he grabs. Sorry, we'll go back to the director, but I, well, I like how he when he does that flashback of his young daughter like getting hit by a car. He's washing his car, and she takes off on the bike, and he's smiling. And then he notices yeah. she left her helmet on the porch, <laughs> and then she, and then he's like, "Oh no!" And yeah. then he looks over, and she just gets annihilated by the <laughs> car. <laughs> like a helmet wouldn't do anything, anyways. Like she it's was like just going to get where a doll like flies like 50 feet. Oh, <laughs> uh, that helmet would not have done shit. Um, man, but who's yeah, this that, director? What's up with oh, this director? Yeah. So what's funny about him is if you go on his Wikipedia, it has no mention of the lawnmower man, uh, hideaway virtuosity. Those are like his three big studio movies. It only mentions his like new media technology, VR, Weird. CGI career post all that, but it does mention his like Billy Idol phase. He did his music video. He shot him on the Tonight one. Show with Jay Leno, and it's like a very technical article. It's like he used his like this like very special like digital video camera and added like digital video graphics while he's performing. Mm-hmm. And then oh. um, he I also directed a, P- a Peter Gabriel yeah. video that's like really insane. It's like a frog in like a lake and it's fully CGI. It that looks awesome. like <laughs> it just looks like the craziest, like it looks like um just like a four minute long movie theater. Like the Budweiser commercials. Yeah, it just is like complete shit. Everything he does is just like over the top and shitty but he has like he's really enthusiastic about everything he does that's good and he's just like really like into it that counts for something confidence enthusiasm yeah yeah so he has confidence when he makes these like ridiculous movies yeah it kind of felt like it had like it was maybe trying to i don't know the beginning when they're at the lake house it Oh yeah, they have a lake house on top of a mansion. Yeah, what does he do? They had they had good light, uh, insurance on this little girl. <laughs> so the the way the movie starts is after this kid kills himself, Jeff Goldblum and Christine Lottie are playing the movie game where you say the name of a movie, the other person says the name of an actor in that movie, and then the other person says the name of a movie that actor was in. Or just, just some movie what, what a lame movie also those burgers and they were flipping burgers that look, <laughs> they look absolutely disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> now here's the funny thing yeah but here's the thing with the movie round game. and gray jeff goldblum uh, in interviews plays the movie game all the time 
Jeff Goldblum's obsessed with the movie game. So I'm thinking he just threw out the screenplay was like, why don't we just play the movie game to start the movie? He definitely did that. And like every, like everything in the lake house is I think some of the most interesting, like funny scenes are in the lake house and have like, but I feel like it's all improvised and there's no script. There's a weird chemistry. It seems like that with him. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's the chemistry is weird as shit. Yeah. I Remember think Jeff what? Goldblum went completely rogue on this movie and is directing himself. Yeah. I think because you, the director think... is just a technical guy who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. It works. Except for the it big set, set I was going to say something like that, but the, it doesn't actually work. It's really weird. It doesn't yeah. work because he has horrible communication skills with his wife. Like the only They're time he's a weird he couple. Good, good communication skills is when he comes back from the dead and is like whistling in the kitchen and he's cooking and <laughs> yeah. he's, he's making a little stir, pep in his staff making a shit ton of stir fry that they never <laughs> eat they never eat it that remember pisses when, me uh, off like remember look, when she finds went, out that he's still alive and she goes to the hos- his hospital room and he was like should i steer it into he likes me yeah he like made a joke into it funny, he's joking around and he's all healthy yeah. and happy when they went through a horrific car wreck <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that was horrible the, oh no Jesus, injuries that car he just wreck. died that was like six yes. car wrecks six car wrecks in one he they fell off a cliff so they first yeah. there was a truck driver <laughs> that, that awesome. fell asleep at the wheel entered their but, lane a real problem well no he, jeff goldblum enters the truck driver's lane that's but the truck driver I mean, was swerving. Yeah, I know, but it's fake. Like the truck driver guy is asleep, but he's really not doing anything wrong. He's in his lane. But Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> there, car goes one into the scene. Jeff oh, Goldblum's yeah, looking, he's looking at the at, he's looking the daughter at Regina. Yeah, which is like has like four times the amount of cuts back and forth as like yeah it, it, it could have been one yeah. But, there was uh, a cool had, shot though. There's a cool rearview mirror shot though that yeah. where like um. You, it was like two seconds, and it was just the Regina, whatever that actor's name is. Alicia. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, it was like her, but the way it was edited was really cool. It was just like, um, All right. I was cool. I haven't seen a rearview mirror shot like that in, since the 90s. <laughs> <Okay. Interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like an actually tense scene because you know, like, okay, there's a truck coming. He's not paying attention. The truck driver's asleep. Yeah, there's some you know, element of suspense to this, but to you that actual moment. Like this, I, what I do like about this movie is that you don't know that they're going to fall down the cliff and into, and you're going to follow them into the lake. That's what I'm saying. It was like seven different crashes. Yeah. So the difference between you guys is you've never even heard of this movie. You didn't know anything about right, it. Right. Right. Whereas when I first heard about this movie, I was like in middle school huge horror movie nerd desperate for any horror movie. And then I watched like on cable, the making of this movie multiple times in a weekend on sci-fi channel to build hype. So I'm like, Oh, and they're talking about the CGI. They're talking about how cool the movie is. Yeah. Like they're hyping it up. They explain the premise. Like I know, I know everything about the movie before (laughs) I see it. And so when I finally saw it, (laughs) I was just like, this sucks, man. This is lame. Like, I mean, it wasn't great when I was watching it. Like it was well, like it was. It's really but at least you There's got something the, really at least the beginning it. worked for you. At yeah. least you didn't know totally the beginning. Yeah, I thought it was like, great. Oh, no, Adam, I, I'm really turned off by 90 CGI. Even bad, even when it was like I just meant like 2000. I just mean like I was con like the opening. It's like it's constantly 
you're at constantly kind of seeing something that's making you ask a question a question just keeps going like they have a they establish the premise quickly it's well directed yeah and then the rest of the movie has this very weird direction but also the script there's something there's something just very off about this movie that makes it not feel real like the dialogue isn't real or it's like jeff goldblum as a dad is weird or the fact that two people were resurrected from the dead <laughs> by a yeah, shot. Yeah, that, that whole reasoning is weird with the spirituality still being in there, I think. Like I well, was I think it has too many weird elements. Yeah. It's that, a lot that's, what turned, that's what made me be like, oh, this would be a cool comic book, which is kind of like a cop-out, I guess. But like, it had, a, it had very that, much like... I, I mean, it could, they're cool. Like, it makes it more it makes more sense if it was like a comic book or a graphic novel. Well, I novel, think also when you said tangible. that about a comic book like i could actually imagine this as a comic like a dc vertigo comic mm. that's what i that, Dark with that vertigo. kind of brushed yeah, yeah. look because really yeah. what this movie needs is a a tone like it just needs an established tone of horror or of like suspense like there's yeah. nothing there is it a horror it's so is it bright is it is it genre as a horror this is a horror movie because Really, Kills. the key element to any horror movie is the the guy doesn't know if he's insane or if it's right. really happening. Right, right, right. See, but but they okay. ne- yeah they never established that because we all we always knew he wasn't he was actually no, we seen, we, no I mean, not the dream I sequences did. at the beginning the first the first one when he went to eat that stir fry that they didn't fucking eat and he went in the middle of the night downstairs I thought he was making a sandwich no he, he makes well, stir fry he looks goes at upstairs the stir and fry, fucks. drops it and then makes us yeah. <laughs> Then he makes gotcha, a sandwich gotcha, instead, gotcha. instead of getting the stir fry. And then he has that vision. So then, well, that's when you're loaded when like, like him, and oh, you have shit. all that money, when you're you as rich as him, stir fry. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like. Stir I mean, he had a little eight-year-old girl run over. That's millions of dollars in the bank. <laughs> yeah, he's just like living his best life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that you're right. That one, I was like, yeah, is he the killer? But then immediately, they establish that he's not the killer. I thought it was pretty right. obvious. And the movie gets like, very boring after that first scene. And they, they also sent us to hell. They gave us supernatural elements and heaven. Yes. So they gave us supernatural elements immediately. So I was like, well, I'm not going to believe. Yes, exactly. That's another that problem he's not, with this they, too. They opened the world up too quickly. The, the, the wife's skepticism of him, thinking that he's crazy and stuff, we don't identify with that because we've seen it, yeah. hell and heaven. We know well, what else. What is she going to say? No, she's I know, right. What I'm saying is she's like, right for being as a viewer. I was like, I, think, I already uh, know he's been to hell. So I believe him. I think what William, you saying that like Jeff Goldblum's in this movie too much. I think it's, I think you're right. And that like, I was thinking that there needed to be some perspective shifts to the wife and for her to see, I, I for us to see Jeff Goldblum through her perspective, or like through the when that de- that scene where the detective comes, that would be cool. That would be cool. That scene where the detective comes, it's such a bizarre scene. It's like this guy pokes his head in. Well, there's so many, yeah, but like there's so many we, things wrong with it. Shift Just it the fact the that he's not injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, like he just, should be. If he was injured and she was nursing him after he was near dead. Remember, yeah. they're daughter died of a car accident okay and there yeah this yeah. is reopening this should be reopening a trauma a ptsd situation nice. yeah but it does not they should be and then he should be like more careful nah. with the daughter <laughs> like, Fuck, why'd you why'd you bring me back we could have tripled our money yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's obsessed with getting insurance 
Ah, oh, my our insurance premiums are fucked. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, There's, I think like, it's this, very underdeveloped overall. This, this movie the director is, didn't know how to direct it, I guess, but well, still stuff. I think it's crazy. If you look at the screen screenplay credits, you can tell there's like a major rewrite by Andrew Kevin Walker, the guy who did, um, seven. So like, oh. if you see like the ampersand or the, and they're, they both mean something. And usually like it, there's like, you can tell when it's like. A rewrite. I forget. The yeah, format, I get what you're saying. This like one ampersand on a credit means something different than and and also like if they share a line or if they're separated, like that. Yeah, means, vertically separated. It's all like uh, WGA stuff. Um, but, the other thing that's weird is that Lawnmower Man came out in '92. This came out in '95, and Virtuosity also came out in '95. So I'm thinking this sat around on the shelf mm, for like a year. or before they released it, they just kind of got dumped because they knew they had hot garbage. I mean, uh, back to the car crash. We never even finished. We just got past the truck part. And then they teeter on a cliff. Yeah. Backwards. Very fake looking. Very fake looking. That seems and really then he lets the daughter out. I think. It was he lets cool. the daughter out. It was a cool out. shot when they were falling back, like, yeah, and that you kind of get cool. a P, like a kind of a POV of them just like, they don't know if they're going to die. But where they're like, teetering, they're like, it's like, <laughs> we don't, something's so off about the way that looks or a shot where it kind of seems like it's bad on it looks purpose. too safe yeah, it didn't or, i didn't I, yeah, see i don't know the whole thing about so alicia silverstone getting out like that scene there's no they're like suspense there's no suspense in it well why would she go out the front funky. seat well the door wouldn't open there's no the reason for her to get out the front seat right yeah yeah the doors wouldn't open on her well it's a two-door <laughs> oh, car but we but it you, was a two-door car visually there was only two doors on it see that's lame a two-door car yeah, this is ninety five. Like He's budget. driving a Mazda Miata. Like, <laughs> but then, but then so the, <laughs> then the with his family would have just got a in the mountains. car for the movie. <laughs> they don't have like and a, then, uh, <laughs> no, because that's that's explained. They probably were like. But what I'm saying, Ryan, is SUV? that visually there's nothing. They can no, having yeah. the door be locked and jammed is just such a cop out. If you have, if yeah. you don't put like a visual element. Also, she when they get into the river, she feel fully real. pulls an unconscious, a seven foot tall unconscious man <laughs> out of a car by herself. She just like picks him up by the seat of his pants, like a yeah, little, literally one handed. Yeah. Um, and they're just like floating in this very th- deep river. <laughs> yeah, how's the car? And it, not it looks like she, a like a too. insert from a set, like a like a studio pool or something. Yeah. Um, it was, like I thought it was cool looking. Oh, I thought it looked real. That was the best CGI out of the whole damn movie. Well, the, hate to break it to you, Ryan, but the only CGI in this movie is the heaven and hell imagery and some of the effects. What? That's Remember the nice how, thing I about that is the nice thing about through the whole thing. <laughs> watching, t- I watched T two last weekend, and the cool thing about T two is the only CGI is on the T-1000. They don't do like CGI cars. They're not doing CGI right. squibs and sparks and blood and elements in the scene like you do now. Like when you watch like Fast and the Furious, you know, the car will turn CGI. The building will turn CGI. I hate it. it I hate it's so it. It's weirdly all... obvious. Or like it's so crazy how it's obvious it is, but it's still. It looks so good. Well like it looks so realistic but at the same time it's so obvious that it's not real marvel movies 
Yeah, well, the big, movies. Th- there's just something off about like how their bodies are moving. Did you well, hear the other thing is Mar- Marvel movies are like pre like they're like pre previs previs on their their Marvel movies happen like years before the movie is even like, made, and it's like the, these course. are like uh yeah like basically like created sequences that are in the movie like the CGI stuff. They just don't I work in CGI instead of that actors. makes sense. The visual effects industry. So I know people who do this. And yeah, like um I know a guy who worked on Star Trek three, I think the Justin Lin one. And like he, that guy did Tokyo Drift, and he was telling him, like, yeah, you gotta do just copy this shot from Tokyo Drift. And he would just make like the the mm. Starship Enterprise. Yeah, it's like assembly line stuff. It like Well, the director is directing it. About. Sure. That's the one thing that they're oh, not saying true, in those stupid articles is that the directors are actually oh, doing that. Really? And you know, like, okay. yeah, okay. and every single Pixar movie does that. Every yeah. single well, that's animated anima- movie. I guess that's like just thinking about the Marvel movies as like part animation. Well, animation is CGI, technically. Yeah, yeah, but like thinking about it as shit. like an animated movie. Yeah. Kind of. Like the way, you know, like so a then movie the Marvel, that has they just They just add the... Scenes the actor's face into it i think no, they, they just redo the, all the cgi yeah they do that and then they redo the entire movie all like hundreds of times throughout the process but like, those weird, movies but, like, go through <clears throat> but they're commercials I, they go through so many iterations the uh um the the makeup aliens in the marvel movies the ones that aren't like thanos that have like cgi and stuff what's her name the redheaded actress yeah Karen Guardians Alien. of the galaxy alien yeah, but what's that character's name? I don't know, but like, yeah, like Gamora, Zoe Saldana. She, they look yeah, so bad. She's dope I think. as hell. No, I, I like it. It bad. does. Or Vision it, looks awesome. What about Vision? I like Vision. Vision looks too. like a fucking. Like, idiot. You can tell. Vision's cool as fuck. Vision's, he looks exactly Vision. how he looks in the comics. What and stuff. are they so made like, of? That's the thing, Adam and I. It looks like face paint. It just looks like they're. Yeah, they well, have. It like, does look like face paint, but that. I, but like, Thanos looks awesome. I think. Well, he's CGI. Oh, I know, Jeff but they Goldblum should just, in, they should do Jeff that Goldblum with all in of that them, Thor bro. movie. That whole Thor movie was like almost intentionally retroed like that with some of those aliens. But I mean, we like look at the Star Wars. The Mandalorian did the same shit, where it's like you could totally tell that was like prosthetics and paint. Yeah, but that's on a TV like show. A it's lower budget. I, I, I was thinking. I just I just watched uh, WandaVision last effects. night, so I was thinking. Um, I don't know what Vision's made out of when I see his face. Jizz. He's made out of vibranium. He's made out of jizz. He's made out of shoe polish and fucking lipstick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just he just has like greasy. He has like, like greasy makeup dead. all up. Or um, what's Karen Gillian's character's name? Neptune? Who's that? Nebula. Her sister is Zoe Saldana on Nebula. Oh, the yeah, galaxy. Yeah. Nebula. Yeah. Who's She's that? She's supposed to be a machine. Well, no, she's a cyborg. A cyborg. Yeah, it's she's like, more machine anymore than she is. Yeah, she, she looks, looks like uh, like the naked when naked women paint themselves and yeah, dance around okay, on the beach and Steve, like uh, and the, those uh fucking remember those aliens? Mystique, I knew she was an alien. Yeah, like she had like I knew that was like skin. Mm, I don't know, but like, it's when it's like a weird in between. Of materials that it, that are undefined. Oh, oh, I think I see what you're saying. You're talking about the cyborg be parts of her, <clears throat> and it's like makeup. And it's just drawn on, and I could just see the drawing. 
Remember those uh, aliens and the Captain Marvel? I mean, Mar- I'll Captain take Marvel that movie? over like CGI though. Like Thanos bugged me a little bit. I thought Thanos looked great. It looked it all looked good, but it, it just was like I don't know. I don't know. I, it I just, just is... don't like CGI. I feel like it would... I want is a real flesh and blood actor, you know. I just want a six foot five Jewish man in a white turtleneck sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in good shape. Flipping, though, flipping in disgusting ass burgers. Yeah. He's always been the in good shape. Burgers. What is Jeff Goldblum's name in uh in um Hatch Hideaway? Hatch. Yeah. Hatch. Hatch. That's see, that's such a comic <laughs> book name. Dude. Hatch. It's just stupid. Hatch. Like so here's maybe here's he's a detective. Here's how I wanted it to end. Here's the comic book version, like how it would end is, you know, he finds out the satanic suicide kid um, who also came back They're They're sharing a, a mental link, right? So he, they yes. only share that, that mental link because they both came back from the dead heaven or hell. Yeah. The dead. And they're the only two. And, and they're only the only two that the doctor resurrected right as yes. far as we know yes yes as far as we know because right. they have so no other what connection are they not telling us there is no connection between them for anything it's not the same other time than the doctor, other, yeah or it's just that these serum. two people right so, so they're so the the doctor it's never explained if they do this on other people they would they all connect and would they all share yeah. that's what i'm melt? saying yeah so the doctor dies at the end. Great question. I would love to know the answer, but the movie never bothers to answer. The doc, yeah, that's where the sequel okay. comes in. So the doctor dies. This is how it's, and it just ended so abruptly. So the doctor dies at the end, right? Uh, and Not without giving his last word. Forgive me. <laughs> his last word. Yeah. What does he uh, say? He's, does he say forgive me? He says me forgive like, me. Yeah. They should, they should make more sequels. Or forgive, my, uh. forgive my actions or something like oh, that. Oh, right. Yes. That's kind of like the. And then last, he goes. The last uh, line is. Uh, Here's uh, a uh, but <laughs> isn't that the last? Isn't so, that similar to the last line in Twelve Years a Slave? I I feel like this movie has the same vibes too. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so he could either to to not end it, he could either not die, and then the doctor runs off and still works on his crazy experiment. So in the next one, yeah, all of a sudden Jeff Jeff Goldblum has like another. He wakes up and he has like another visual link of another killer. I thought you were gonna say another like. And, uh, Something that is nuts. So then, what so if then it the wasn't doctor, a serial the killer? Resurrec- the resurrection doctor. Yeah, it could be anything. The resurrection what if it's just doctor. Like a, like a really gross the villain, the main villain, and Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is constantly chasing this guy down. It's a good pitch. Yeah, yeah. They should make but more look, sequels for unsuccessful movies. I think. You guys like, aren't picking just up. Just to get it right. What if it wasn't a, guy, it right. a serial killer? It's just a guy who like has, he died because he has like a horrible diet and he's yeah, Jeff Goldblum just sees, he's like, <laughs> I'm at Arby's. This guy's going to, he's like, don't order that. Don't order that. And the guy's just like ordering. See, you could make, that would be funny because Jeff Goldblum would kill that role. Arby's. If like, so it, so there's like hundreds of people now that this doctor is just traveling they're the country di- and they're, resurrecting they're all dying. People. Remember, they're all dying. They're so all they dying all and coming illnesses. back. So, and they so also, some of them, yeah, some all... of them will be serial killers. Some of them will be, uh, like you know, ma- like maybe they're planning to blow up something. So they're like, he sees that they're building a bomb or something. But then, majority of them are just like people having heart attacks, yeah, and coming back. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a terrorist. Come on, these are very. Why would a terrorist die? It doesn't make any sense. Now, <laughs> are you calling the main? Oh, I back. 
Well, I'm just saying like a, like a grizzly man type, like a dumbass who yeah. plays with animals and gets killed in the woods. And Jeff right, Bowen's right. like, <laughs> he's going to the petting zoo. Maybe you physically or, or have to be. Not only did he. Why is he going back he, to Alaska? Not only did this doctor bring back his son, but he also brought back not his, his wife, wife. And, his wife no, and did. daughter. No, no I'm saying this is my this is my sequel. He, he, but oh, we don't yeah. know what. It, don't save not. them. Save the the son with the extremely the <laughs> complicated <laughs> heart injury. Even if he brings him back alive, he, he's going to need a heart yeah, transplant. How do you get these injuries healed. His heart got ripped out. Like they look pretty healthy. I mean, like they look dead, but they looked. Yeah, they were like stabbed. Yeah, it, yes. yeah, like maybe maybe even a normal doctor could have resuscitated. He just like kicks them over <laughs> to get to his his psychopathic son. Gotta rescue him. Uh, um. uh, but then so then maybe the daughter and the wife he did resurrect them, or one of the doctor's assistants the gets dead? a hold of the. Just ignore no, these no, 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 no. At the same time that he resurrected his son but we just never saw it because we were so focused on jeff goldblum throughout right. the whole movie so then maybe the daughter comes back fucking crazy looking for vengeance and she goes like murdering all these satanic people so her intentions are good to kill evil people but then goldblum's like whoa 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 hey. whoa, whoa 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 let's play whoa. the movie game calm down <laughs> so she's kind of like yeah, movie she's like right she's like kind of a gold right there She's like kind of like got a punisher attitude where the girl comes back. This is a whole universe, cinematic universe. Jeff Goldblum should bring back his daughter. (laughs) His dead daughter should be digging up her grave. Well, yeah, totally. And then she's a skeleton. Yeah, and also her face is all rotted. They should be like, by the way, heaven is real. Or like, no mention of that, Adam. He becomes a prophet or he becomes like a cult leader. Hell's real, heaven's real. Well, he says he goes to a light place and a dark place. What I liked how the uh, remember in hell, like the part was cool where it was like he was falling into like the asshole, like the flaming asshole. Yeah, there's like a little sphincter yeah. with like worms. It looked like I, I immediately thought like, it was uh, a butthole sphincter. Yeah, it looks like goatsy, which I think I like that imagery. Not goatsy for hell. On the making of on the sci fi channel, they were like, in hell is so scary it's like a giant ball of souls and they're all cry they're all like screaming in pain and being smashed <laughs> uh, they're describing this really shitty looking <laughs> like there's like 15 people on a beach ball being swung yeah. around it's going ah, ah. Uh, the, uh, but hell, there should be billions of people the quote yeah. the quote they have on imdb i'm looking up to see if they say what hatch's job was okay and i and it's nowhere but the quote on IMDb for Hatch Harrison, the character Hatch Harrison, here's his quote in parentheses. After dying in a car crash and being brought back to life an hour later, Hatch Harrison. Now, was I supposed to turn into the skid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the quote they used on IMDb. Jeff Goldblum wrote that IMDb page himself. That was him riffing for sure. Just being like charming and shit. <laughs> was I supposed um, to turn into the skid? I like how when he went to heaven, though, um, he was still falling into an asshole. It was just like a white, yeah, white asshole, a bleached <laughs> asshole. Yeah, still an asshole. Yeah, but. it looks like the fairy from Ocarina of Time. Mm. It, it did. Looks, I thought. I immediately thought that when it when, looks uh, so lame. And then so they, small. then they, then they just bust out their powers. They just summon the final, 
angels and demons end. in the final battle. Oh yeah, but they're not actually doing anything. Remember? Oh, the, we know what a shop is. Wrestling. They show it a shop. He's an antique oh, he's salesman. An antique salesman. That's oh, yeah. He owns right. his own antique <laughs> shop. That is fucking stupid. I was always like, why is he in this antique store again? What the fuck is going on? I never. It's Har- Harrison's antiques. Yeah. So then, oh, I also had another comic Patch book Harrison. idea. So, so he finds out that like all these people can see. You know, he's got other villains and stuff that can see through him, just as he can see through them. So he wears a blindfold for most of his cases, so they can't see where he's at. So then he's this badass looking dude with like a ninja blindfold on. Oh, that's cool. Like that's Stum- Toichi. Just stumbling, stumbling into shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, not being like cool or anything, but just, <laughs> he's the fuck uh, knocking shit over and stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. Real daredevil uh, vibes on that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna email Jeff. I feel like he's attainable. He ha- he plays um he plays like jazz in L.A. In L.A., month, right? yeah, he, and he lets people go up. He's very tangible. He comes over to t- people's tables and just hangs out. Barb said oh, she was there with a friend of hers. And uh, and Jeff Goldblum, when he went by and he was like saying hi to everybody, he like leaned down and said, whispered, I want you very, very badly. To Barbara? <laughs> to Barb's friend. Oh. Yeah, he's super horny and handsy. Yeah. There's like yeah. tons of photos of him like with his hands wrapped around girls' necks. <laughs> I thought you were just, <laughs> just boobies. Really? Yeah, because he, I mean, he's, he fucks like crazy. I'm sure. He's in Jurassic Park. Everybody knows who he is. He just the reason why he has a, like a bar show. Next. It's just because he's like, "Hey, look, I'm hanging out. I'm accessible. You want to fuck? Huh? Just kidding. Get it, but for real." And then any girls. My... Oh wow! I'm looking back at to this. his like mansion. I'm looking at uh, him grabbing the neck, and it's pretty cool. Got to be honest. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he's a good thing? looking. He's a good looking guy. So it's an al- it's he an alpha. Cool. Move. He seems pretty cool too, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say that that's an alpha move. He was crushing it in the '90s. Jurassic Park. I sounds like he's still Day. crushing it. Hideaway. Oh yeah, Independence Day. That was another <laughs> big one. But he never really made. He never got an Oscar. He never ever yeah. made like a real movie. Well, he plays the same character in every movie. Yeah, he's a strange movie star. Like, he's not... Like, oh, weird. Yeah, he is doing the neck grab. He's not a leading man. He's like a character actor. He's just very bizarre. Right. But he but he only plays that same character. Exactly, like yeah. He's just very charismatic, I think. That's why he's like sweater, a Sweater, neck sweater. Turtle I don't know. Neck. Well, you ever see Death Wish? Oh, yeah, totally. I forgot about that. He plays a rapist murderer. That's a good performance. Oh, he's, he's the he villain, kill, huh? He kills Charles Bronson's wife Charles and daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I stopped watching that movie once that scene came on. I hate that shit. <laughs> he's like, come on, rich cunts. I hate rich cunts. He's just killing them. But it's Jeff Goldblum. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. When he does it, it's funny. It's like he's wear- when he's wearing that I'm a pepper shirt and Life Aquatic. It's like fun, a funny Jeff Goldblum thing. I'm raping your daughter, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting... I feel like he... I mean, yeah, like the Death Wish see, performance is like a good performance from him because it's like a different character. But he's like literally just plays himself now. 
but he can be. I, I liked him in Thor. In like the yeah, Ragnarok but he's still film. he's playing like the Jeff Goldblum character. He's still Jeff movie. Goldblum, yeah. You know, yeah. Like non-threat. Even when he's a villain, he's like non-threatening, goofy guy. Yeah. Well, but it's like, like he like him being the in Jurassic Park. That's a very specific character that I feel like sexy. Scientist. Like he like leaned into maybe almost afterwards. Yeah, we're we're just like eccentric, like smart, like guy. But yeah. like very, very eccentric. He like was maybe so identified with that character that he kept it. <laughs> yeah, like how much of that was his the his character? How much of that was like, you know, uh, you know, you get typecast. He found himself. his voice. Yeah, totally. But like, as a movie star, it's interesting. I guess there's, I guess a lot of other movie stars do that. Kind of have they play themselves in every movie, but they're. Well, yeah, Al Pacino, Ben Stiller. Usually these yeah. guys are just they wear two. black leather coats in every movie and have the same haircut in every movie. And they're just like, right. I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna do anything different. But people like Al Pacino, them. they wanna stuff. they go see movies for that reason. They go what well, they want to go see them in a movie. They yeah. used to, but it doesn't work anymore. Bill Murray. That's the problem. Although Bill Murray, I guess Bill Murray was a character. He yeah, he doesn't play he doesn't he's, I feel like he's not he doesn't play roles similar to himself these days. No, Bill he Murray? just became yeah. Bill Murray became a character after like in the I, last 10, 15 years, his himself the, became as a, a character. Just those like roles pay the best. That, those, those are the roles that will give you the most money because it's just like, Hey, we want a movie star. Yeah. yeah. You want to be the movie star in the movie? Come on, Jeff. Come on. Okay. We'll let you play the movie game. All right. But yeah, Goldblum started out in like Robert Altman movies. He's in Nashville. He's in California Split. Right. He's in these like is California He's Split. Got a resume? An Altman movie. Oh, Who's Altman. Um, Robert Altman. Robert Altman. Yeah, California Split. He's like Split Mr. Is Peanut kind of movie. And then he's in Annie Hall. He's in. Uh, oh right, yeah. He was like one of those sorts of guys, like a like a New York see, theater actor, maybe or something like. And he's in the Big Chill. I don't know. He's like right. he's a Man, major principal in Big Chill, yeah. but then he very quickly goes into quirky movie guy with like Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, which is an insane movie. Like Into the Night, The Fly. Oh, The so, Fly! Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, The Fly is like his biggest role. Mm-hmm. He plays like real. He's real serious. That made that him. Something. That movie is nasty too. I can't. That's one I can't watch either. Everything can a, watch, and everything he does after is like a riff on the Fly guy, Fly character. Yeah, yeah. But that, I, and that's it, like the role that made him, I guess, kind of like a household name. I've never seen so. the ending of the Fly. I've never seen the second. Like uh, I can watch it up until he starts pulling his own fingernails out, and then I. You know, no, it's, all it's gross. Us, man. It's not real. Yeah, but it's good. See, it's not CGI. It's like good makeup, so it actually has a visceral reaction. It makes me have a visceral reaction. Ugh. Is that it? Is that what happens? Talking? He becomes like a superhero, basically, right? He just becomes uh, a he spy guy. To, he, tra- he kidnaps Gina Davis. Comes oh, like a, super a King villain. Kong sort of. He's a super type. villain. Yeah, he's the villain of the movie, Ryan. I hate to break it to you. Because they made like Fly 2, right? He's like a monster. Flight 2 is about his son, played by Eric Stoltz, and in the movie, 
he reaches adulthood in like four years because flies have super life or super short lifespans. Mm. But he's then, human. He's like Jack. He's human. But then he goes, I forget what happens at the end, but he turns into a fly and just fucking murdering fools. There's a scene where he like vomits on a guy and all his flesh comes off. That's one of the best like gore scenes in movie history. It would make you throw up if you saw it. Yeah. I mean, that's what fly. That's what flies do, huh? Yeah. Hey, that's just what flies be doing. Every time they, every time they land, they throw up. Not every time. I think it's every time. They're just vomiting <laughs> all the time. <laughs> move, 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 get out of the way, get out of the way. As I feel like I was down. told that it was every time. Um, I, Whitney pointed out that Alicia Silverstone and Jeremy Sisto were in Clueless together. It's true. It's a Clueless reunion. He played the hot guy, what, Trent or whatever, like uh-huh. dumped her at the party. Yeah, yeah, the redhead yeah. girl he, or something. He, no, no, no. I think he game. wanted her, but she didn't want him. But he just wanted to fuck her. Something like that. Yeah. Right? So it's like a is Goldblum version of these roles. No, no. I'm talking about Visaggio, but Jeremy I do Sisto, think, the oh. young, cool, handsome actor. Jeff, it, there were scenes where it was like, is this movie about Jeff Goldblum wanting to fuck Alicia Silverstone? I wish it would be interesting if it was. He, he had know, a weird. He had a weird energy with both of his daughters. Like when he when he saw his too. youngest daughter in, <laughs> when he saw his youngest daughter, I think it was. I don't know. It it wasn't. It didn't seem like fatherly love. But yeah. I, it could have just been the acting. Yeah. Yeah. Very bizarre dad. It didn't seem like creepy love either. It just didn't seem like authentic. He seemed like well, a stepdad. Re- Remember in the car crash, like when Alicia Silverstone walked over him and he quickly whispered in her ear, I want you so bad. I want you so bad. And then yeah. he grabbed her neck. Yeah. Yeah. I want you very, very badly. What if that uh, serial killer guy ended up fucking his daughter and he's just watching the vision? Like, oh. Yeah. That, that would have been a good scene in this movie, so, honestly. I'm so that would have been a good scene. Ooh, that would have added some weird complexity to it, but... But I did I like. Want to watch that. Oh. <laughs> I did like uh, Jeremy Sisto's um, lair that he made. His hideaway. His hideaway. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I was it's very like curious a, how he got the. It's like a playground for that electric bill. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's on, and it's in like the most conspicuous place possible. It's like underneath this amusement yeah. park. And it's like an impressive structure. It's kind of like the set of Legends See, of the Hidden true, Temple. True art. He was an artist. Yeah, yeah. This is a big thing in the 90s, like serial killer as artist. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Natural Born Killer 7, it's all kind of like... He was an artist. In that though, world, in, in that idea. Or like copycat, it's a serial killer who only copycats the most famous of uh, serial murders. Yeah, right. So every kill, every that's a movie where a guy, every killing he does is based on a real serial killer. I guess Silence of the Lambs that is, is like... That's like not artsy at all. That's just plagiarism. Well, Picasso, he did that. So you're saying Picasso is yeah. not artsy? He's the Banksy Ryan. of serial killers. Is that what you're saying? Picasso ain't artsy as hell. Um, Andy Warhol copied other people. He's the pop art serial killer copycat. Isn't but that yeah, the most modern all... in a way too? That's the most like 20th century sort of killer is somebody that copies what they see in the media 
What? Well, the '90s was a very—I think the '90s was a very <laughs> confused time where they didn't know what to do. So they were just like, "We make it like the '70s. We make it like the '80s." Like it was so much regurgitated culture. America didn't really know. No, Columbine. dude, Jinkos did not exist. Jinkos did not exist in the '70s or '60s. The '90s was the most original. Jinkos, chain wallets—that shit was popular. Bucket hats, raves. Bucket hats, shirts that have Tweety hey, Bird, Dad, on it, but uh, like as a gangster rapper. No Dad, fear, are, no fear didn't exist. Tweety is a gangster rapper is what I'm talking about. It's a um, postmodern. Yeah, yeah, totally. But also, hey, Dad, uh, when do you think we're are we getting back tonight? Because Gina got some crazy tickets for this really cool rave I want to go to. Yeah, yeah, no. You don't get tickets to go to a rave. You just talk about <laughs> crazy ticket, crazy tickets. Ticket. And, and then Pearl Jam. Yeah, they're just at a rave, sitting in like studio stadium seating. Like not a, it's not a rave at all. It's oh, you're talking about a concert. Oh, you're at. I a got concert. front row tickets to the rave. <laughs> front row. You're baby. like looking for your seat. You have to take the <laughs> ticket. Walking around the rave. Excuse me. And then Pearl was Can Pearl Jam popping. At that time, because he—that's he why got I, her, I told you I think the Pearl movie Jam. was delayed a year or two. I mean, I don't know anything about Pearl Jam, like when they were relevant, like really blowing up. It's got to be early nineties. No, I don't know why she doesn't name one of the bands on the soundtrack. Like, uh, well, I guess they—you know why it's Pearl Jam? Because the old studio exec is like. It's got to be Pearl Jam. That's the most popular band. Yeah. And they, Those like, tickets are hard to get. Probably. Trust me, they're hard to get. This is a weird time in movies, in these sort of studio movies, because like they, the grunge aesthetic and like what they're playing to, like a studio executive picking a grunge song, it's like such a, uh, it's, it's such a bullshit it's, it's like a countercultural thing. The trend's over. Yeah, like the trend is played out. Yeah, corporations are just like pat using it. He's as like, style, basically. I heard about this genre of music called grunge. Yeah. So apparently, yesterday, this obscure singer songwriter <laughs> Kurt Cobain blew his brains out, and up until that moment, I never heard of grunge. Yeah, exactly. So we got to get on. I, this. I thought she was into more like. That's the one that grunge industrial was born. Industrial like yes. and goth. Yes. She yeah, is. yeah, that too. But that's like also counter kind of counterculture and stuff. But we think like, they slipped that stuff in under the radar. But it's interesting like, to see like a, a studio like a big budget movie have this like a, this aesthetic. It's kind of countercultural aesthetic. It's because it's like normally it would be in like a like Repo Man. It'd be like a low budget movie or something like that. Well, but, that's the thing because it's all fake and phony and it's like surface level. Yeah, it's like MTV. Oh, also, can shit. we while while we're talking about industrial club music, when she goes to the club and meets Iglesias, what's this guy's name? Ver- Veraccio. Masaggio. What's his name? Masaggio. <laughs> Masaggio. <laughs> That's like a really uh, handsy Italian the, guy. The other girl that he ends up like popping her eyeballs out or whatever, or wants to cut her eyeballs. She is banging, dude. She's hot. That girl was. Yeah, these really are hot, hot girls, and no one seems. Is to that all you got to wear? Is a trench coat and some sunglasses to a club? He's really cute. He has very full lips. He has really very tiny full lips. Yeah, 
for a devil warrior. The cops would be looking for these <laughs> girls. They're missing. They're somebody's rich daughter. Ryan, and I swear to they God, don't seem... I also clocked that he had big, beautiful lips. Well, they were distractingly. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would say beautiful. They were just weird. Sorry, well, I couldn't, I couldn't tell if they were chapped or just like luscious. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's Everybody... that's how he pulls them in. See, if you wear those sunglasses, then it's like you're just showing off the, <laughs> the beautiful lips. Were they you getting Elliot Rogers vibes from this guy? Totally, totally. Elliot, I don't know who that is. He's like the autistic serial killer in Santa, Santa Barbara, Barbara who was like you see Santa the Barbara. supreme gentleman. The the uh, pickup artist nerd kid. Yeah, he was the first incel killer. He had he posted those really chilling vlogs. Uh, before he did it that were just like i'm a- elliot webster rogers elliot webster <laughs> um he, yeah, yeah he'd he be made like, this big elaborate plan he talked to the camera like a psycho i can't remember what he said he'd be like, like i have a bmw girl oh, should yeah. want me oh ugh. but he would say it in girl a very grandiose way and shit too he called himself the supreme gentleman this guy, this guy, yeah, this Jeremy Sisto character is kind of like Elliot Rogery, but it, but he were, but it, you know, like he's right. He that was, was just Jeremy. that was only in 2014. He's irresistible. Motive. Incredible. I'm looking at it. He, he has seven deaths. Motive. Motive. Uh, social rejection and misogyny. <laughs> That's his legacy. That's why he killed people. Social rejection and misogyny. He was just a yeah, like an incel who like was so yeah wanted to like oh pre- so revenge for perceived sexual and social rejection he wanted to have sex so bad that he went insane well, go buy a fucking hooker like yeah that's true he should have just done that <laughs> he should not have done like, what just he just go fucking pay <laughs> now that you now that you he was so right. <laughs> he was so um autistic that he literally couldn't like handle a an actual human conversation on any level and was just like completely hopeless. Cause also he went to UC Santa Barbara, which is like the sluttiest. Do you not have family or parents in California? His parents and stuff were really well connected. Like we're in the movie industry. They couldn't get him help, get him some pills or something. Yeah. Like they didn't notice, they didn't notice their son was a psychopath. They got him a gun. Probably didn't handle it. Right. They got him all those blonde wigs to put on the the ski targets or whatever. They pulled them. That'd be crazy. They got him a meat grinder and a couple of Barbie dolls. Samurai sword? Didn't he have a samurai sword too? Something like that? I mean, He started killing people with a sword. He killed his like, Chinese roommate. Like his Asian roommate at the beginning. I feel bad for that kid. He's just like... Yeah, he's sleeping. Yeah, he's like he already has the worst. He's worried, worried about his. He's got. I got fucking finals coming up. He's just worried about his finals, and then he just gets murdered. Yeah, he's just like playing Starcraft. Gets killed. Some horny dude. It's like, oh, that'd be the worst person to get murdered by is somebody who's horny. (laughs) Some horny dude. Some horny virgin. Yeah, he's just like always. Like he's like, we're not getting laid that much either. He's like, oh man, I'm so mad. I'm. Haven't gotten laid ever in my life. Just like, oh. <laughs> sucks, Elliot. Yeah, Elliot, oh. I'm I'm trying to become a fucking lawyer over uh, here. I'm studying. Yeah. 
<laughs> you have to like. I haven't got laid. I haven't got shit. laid either, dude. <laughs> Man, I hate it. I'm such a virgin. Look at these lips. How have these not kissed a girl? Elliot, bro. This girl walks up to him. She's like, hey, you're kind of cute. You trust me. You don't want me. I'm a virgin. <laughs> now the guy so in Hideaway. The guy in Hideaway has no problem talking to girls. He's like picking up women, dating women, and then like killing them. No, he's not, he's just sitting there and the women come to him. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. He's, I need to get a trench coat and go full matrix aesthetic. You should start wearing those really tiny sunglasses. Those tiny wrap around. <laughs> like but you can, like, you can still see like 75% of my eyes. They're <laughs> yeah. so tiny. <laughs> and it just goes to show you how bad the screenwriting in the movie is because it's not interesting to watch women just be like, hey, yeah, you're so cute. And he goes, like, do you, you want to come to my hideaway? <laughs> You want to see the serial killer hunt? Uh, Yeah, yeah, sure. I love. This is my least. This is the thing I hate about the movie, which is, so Jeff Goldblum has his vision, and he sees this guy picking up a girl at a club, and it's just like very quickly, like the next thing, it's just him in like an alleyway, just like stabbing her, just like cutting her. Yeah. Like, and then he's, and then he wakes up. The first one. This is the first kill. The first. He slit her. He slit her throat. Right, and then it's over, and it's like, and well, that that should have been a ten a minute scene. That's the yeah. second girl. Oh, I but thought like, that was the same girl. He clearly had a blonde they, fetish. They just brush over all this. No, because that one. So, girl. so the, the hunting is Regina. He he's not excited about hunting until no, it's a, it's no Regina. The character's name is Regina. Re, oh. uh, Jeff I thought Regina was the, do- the younger daughter that died. No, no. Regina's um, there's like a, or a giant graphic on screen. It's like an Alicia Silverstone as Regina. And then you see <laughs> Alicia that. Silverstone. He's like, hey, Regina. For real. Oh, Adam goes, huh? <laughs> what like, could that mean? <laughs> I think it's the other kid. But he so the hunt is when he has like it's too easy for him. So the hunt is when he has some psychic dude entering his eyeballs and he's like oh regina also he, he never he never would have chased regina if jeff goldblum didn't see through right. his eyes and go regina ryan. and then, <laughs> and then regina. ryan what, the next scene like literally the next <laughs> moment regina walks up to, is like walks across him yeah remember after his her friend says hi to him regina's there so there is no hunt there's no right no, There's but no tension that, in this entire fucking movie. Goes up, so, he goes up, and there wouldn't have been a hunt if Regina didn't have her friend there because he was he, up there she goes, with her. And she goes, "My name's Regina. Regina," and he goes, "I know, I know." <laughs> She's like, "Whoa, She's like this guy's crazy." It's like that's, I that's about a you. that's a confident move. Yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy's cool. If this was like a Brian De Palma movie there'd be so much more attention and just like the stalking of the women. I was thinking like, it'd be cool if we followed the serial killer kid actually instead. Of course. Absolutely. I didn't, I, that actor sucked. No, but just like the character, like like, those are the scenes you want to see. I feel like, like you want to see more of that. Yeah. There's something so off and weird about this movie. It was, yeah, there was a lot of Jeff Goldblum. I didn't think about that. If it was like a guy in the underground of the city, stalking women going to clubs 
at least it would be dark and moody and scary. Yeah, Most of the movie takes place in a very bright suburban home. A chef Goldblum's running around in like Jerry Seinfeld sweaters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like when the Jerry and the gang go to long Island, that party in long Island, it's kind of like that house. You know what I'm talking about? They get everything's cream. Everything's yeah, like white yeah. and creamed. Yeah. It was lovely looking, a lovely home. Um, I need to get into the antique business. There's big money in it. Oh, yeah. Apparently, they they never had a single customer. They just (laughs) have some old lady that runs the register. And she's a nosy. Such a funny job for him. Yeah, but she was was a baller. When the dude came in, when the serial killer came in and pretended to be blind, uh, she was like, like, oh, this fool ain't blind. And he was like, can you write down their their phone number or address so I can go talk to the Harrisons. And then uh, he gets into the bathroom. That was such a weird scene. He gets into the bathroom and he looks at what she wrote down and it's just a bunch of squiggles. And he's like, oh, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that's awesome. That's such a badass move. That's Why such a weird just... thing to write. That's like, like a blind To prove well, that he was blind. No lady if it was a real number and he was blind, he would just be like, I don't know what right. this piece of paper says. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a good move. I'm gonna have my, it, that's what hey, I'm um, saying. It's a good move. Clever. She was a badass. Hey, yeah. lady, I'm blind. Tell me the phone number. She all, she was the the biggest that's hero of this whole thing because she was as naggy as she was or whatever. You think she's naggy. Naggy old lady that works at your antique shop. She gave him the number, the card to the psychic. And the psychic gave Jeff Goldblum all the information he needed. He went to that psychic and she did his, some sort of made-up tarot reading. And just was like, oh, yeah, you're, right on you, oh, you've died. And uh, you're seeing through the eyes of the, basically described the whole movie to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> after that, he was like, oh, sh- really oh, shit. I need to do this, this, and that. And the old yeah. lady incited that. She was the yeah. true hero. I yeah. want more of her. She's like Jar Jar Banks, how she's like responsible for the whole prequel trilogy, <laughs> like plot. Um, Dude, I, I noticed, I think at the end, by the way, when like he's in his um, fucking amusement park hideaway thing um, and he sees all of his past victims. I think that all of them are the actual actress playing, you know, that they're dead. But Radon Chong, I think, is a is like a fake thing. They couldn't get her on the day. Yeah, I think that's that? super awesome. That's my right on Sean. That's the that? psychic. Tommy oh. Chong is her father. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. I wonder where she's doing right now. You, nah, you're not being serious. Yeah, she's in. She was movie. cool too. She was a big Far '80s star. Also, up? and then Jeff Goldblum just is always looking at addresses when he knows that somebody is looking through his eyes. I know. Yeah, he's also like, oh, the sky is sky's motel what is that what does that mean and then he just he happens to like come upon it randomly but he doesn't think to like like look it up and try to track down where this he 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 goes there's no sky's motel because it's blue sky's motel and the blue is kind of i see i see um washed out from the guy's vision um oh was it i just thought it was like blended in with the sign and he just wasn't being perceptive enough and then um at the hotel, he finds that's pretty private cool. investigator, and 
breaks into his car and takes an entire box of like clues. Evidence. <laughs> that's clues. convenient. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's this is good writing, I think, actually. Take it back. Um but there was not the clues weren't that like he, he we already knew everything by that point. He well, he got to, this private detective, this PI took who knows how many years to acquire all of these clues <laughs> to end up at the Blue Skies Motel outside of the dude's door and then he gets murdered, right? Yeah. So it took it took this PI to act, he actually did all the legwork and then Jeff Goldblum just had a couple visions and they just showed up. So that there's no was, new, there's no yeah. like new clues in the box. Well, it's a good thing that PI decided to bring all of his case files with him. He's a classic PI. He's a classic PI guy that has sacrificed his entire life. He lost his wife. He lost his kids to this case. He got divorced. He's probably living in his car and he's obsessed with this case. You've living seen PI car. movies. Oh, I love PI movies. They just take like the case and they're like, I have to solve this case. And then it takes like 10 years to solve yeah. it and they lose everything in their life. But they're all constantly they're traveling homeless. with every clue that they have. Because they live in their car. They lost their home. They lost this. And it's real right, practical right. when you're chasing. Well, put it in the trunk of the car. Okay. He still has that bag That's of Doritos. where he sleeps probably. Yeah. The ch- <laughs> just eating Doritos in a car. Parked car. He looks, he's. Jeff Goldblum breaks the car in and he looks at the clues and then he looks at the Doritos and then he looks at the clues and, goes, <laughs> and he grabs the Doritos. <laughs> that's cool. that's, that's going to be a Super is. Bowl commercial. Yeah. Um, dude, nothing beats sitting in a parked car eating Doritos. You know? w- waiting for a serial killer. Yeah. Also, could the serial killer heal himself like Jeff Goldblum could? Or was that part of the... Oh, the, yeah. That was such a bizarre part of it. I f- completely forgot about that. Pain. They did not use that at all because he's like... Pain, pain makes superhero. the vision stop. Yeah. But is he or no, it forces oh, right. the vision. The pain forces the vision. But then, yeah, but, but, and but then he, he heals, and then he heals up. He has like a no Wolverine-level style of healing. He's like, honey, come Generation. here, kiss me. <laughs> Paid. I can see the vision. Man. They're so so he's immortal, right? There's like... Why was he scared? Why would why wouldn't he just charge in? I would like be willing to get stabbed to save my daughter and wife. Yeah, sure. I guess he had to climb that thing. Did you say and life instead of and wife? And wife. Well, you don't if you're assumably Dude. he's he's immortal, right? Maybe he can still age and stuff. That's such a, now, yeah, that, this movie has so many like extra details you, that make, make it confusing. And, and like, well, because did you watch after the credits? <laughs> I, there I was an after, after the credits? Your, 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 yeah, there's yeah. a huge after the credits scene. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, um, so. It's pretty shocking the, stuff. The serial killer. Yeah, just explain it. Comes back alive. Watch it. No, no, no. Go really? Ahead, but it's like open ended. He well, comes back he to life. Like, Jeff eyes, like eyes open or what? They revive him after his enormous shocking blast to the chest. Well, that didn't matter because it, uh, presumably he also has a healing factor like Jeff Goldblum because he's well, full of his heart, reju- rejuvenation juice. Remember, he stabbed himself in the heart with his that really cool double sided knife. Yeah, I don't understand. It's, when he it, was when he was mortal, though. At this, oh, and then yeah, but that, and that's back. that's another weird thing too. Is that this movie was proving this like devil worship ritual, but then it <laughs> yeah, didn't because it was about science. If... It was about some science scientific breakthrough. 
but there also was this soul element of it. Like, is it or did they have a psychic link because of this satanic ritual thing that he did? Yeah. But no, it just kind of is unexplained. There is no explanation for the link. That's... Also, why is this kid a Satan worshiper if he's like getting laid? Well, is a fucking assumably, awesome dude. Assumably, the only because he's a socio psychopath. That's like an oh, American he's like American condition. psycho. I was thinking like. <laughs> If he, you know, yeah, like if you're he killed before he was this guy, this trench coat mafia cool shit is like about being like a loser and getting revenge, loser's revenge. He just happened to be wearing a cool trench coat, that's oh, not okay. what the trench coat mafia is. But he also murdered his uh, don't disparage my people, mother and sister. <laughs> okay. He was just a psychopath. Wait, what is this? what's the trench coat mafia about, William? <laughs> so I gotta go pee while you explain this to him. Look, the you're just too coat. scared. The Trichko Mafia is about like a state of mind. <laughs> no, but for real though. So Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris didn't create the Trichko Mafia. Their friend did. And they are like, they would claim it. So okay. I believe the guy who actually created the Trichko Mafia in that school is like, oh, the media went completely, completely crazy with uh, their depiction of the Trichko Mafia. They don't understand it. Like, it was a joke. They ruined our rep- the reputation of the trench coat mafia. Yeah, he's actually like there is a guy who is like upset about the depiction of the trench coat mafia <laughs> in the media. Yeah, that would suck if you worked hard to create a uh, a brand and then it got taken over by Columbine shooters, by murderers. Yeah, school children murderers. Hey, uh, the couple was. I was going to say that. I was uncomfortable with how like horny they they were as like a married couple. He really seems like a stepdad. He's got mad stepdad energy. Yeah. Also, I think they're like establishing that like when you die and come back to life, you have like pep in your step. You have like an extra, you have an extra bit of juice. You know, you're like oh sure more alive than normal. So that's you why know, they like were fucking a lot. But they were horny and yeah. flirty before he died at the lake house. Adam, you're describing a, a happy marriage. <laughs> no, but they were playing. It's the like a normal happy like marriage. You'd see and stuff, and like. Yeah, that's a happy marriage, and they have sex all the time, and they're not arguing until he goes crazy. I think they're just kinky. They're kind of like the hot tub couple that Adam, SNL sketch. Buddy, that's just like how a happy. Re- it's a fake <laughs> relationship, but. <laughs> oh my god! It's unrealistic. Just the fact that they have sex at all. But well, yeah, also, yeah, I think man. that was the rejuvenation potion too, because he's like probably feeling the best he's ever felt in his life. Yeah, for for sure. sure. Just physically, he's literally like middle aged women though with that haircut are also like kinky. They're in a kinky shit <laughs> if they have short hair like that. That short mom cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. I, and Jeff the Goldblum is barely showed guy. her. It kept showing his body. Jeff Goldblum, boy, did it. Yeah, it just showed the back of her. Yeah. Yeah. Every Jeff shot. Jeff Goldblum is a kinky guy. Obviously, he's got kinky energy, and this lady has the kinky. Lady I mean, they were just haircut. having basic sex, though. Yeah, it wasn't that crazy, dude? It wasn't <laughs> like you know. All right, fine. They're not that kinky. They're just happy. Nobody was wearing. Nobody was in cosplay. Nobody was wearing. A tail, a furry tail. I mean, 
or something. If you knew I guess nothing about mean. sex and only watched 90s movies, you would think sex was just like missionary. Yeah. And what it really basically people in love. It was like a life changing yeah. experience every time it happened. Yeah. It usually is for me. Or like in the nine in a nineties movie, like <laughs> really hot sex is like the girls on top. They're like, whoa, this is like crazy kinky sex. Right, right. And then in this one, he just right. he gripped he gripped the headboard and they were doing like a um that's another big thing. What's the style? They were doing like uh he was sitting on her lap facing her that position. <laughs> And then he was grit, and then he, he, had, he had his legs around her. <laughs> didn't her he? Leg. I don't know if he had him around. And then, her, like his dick was he? pushed That's... like down enough that it could still go in, even though his legs were wrapped around her. I mean, it's pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the position they did. It could happen. <laughs> William, why are you shaking your head? <laughs> I'm just thinking about like '90s sex. I guess it's really once internet porn comes out, you just can't, they couldn't even. I mean, I've seen people fart on cakes, dude. I'm like, yeah, everything got crazy because like Team America, I remember that video. sex scene? It's like super graphic. Yeah. <laughs> Your birthday party? It really was <laughs> for a couple Team of America? puppets too. Like it was. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the best probably sex scenes in yeah, any it's comedy. Very, it's very funny. It was so like graphic, but it's also puppets. I've never felt that weird about puppets. Yeah. Classic. Now I can't have sex unless I'm watching puppet porn. Yeah. I really uh, liked the CGI stuff, even though it's shitty. Kind of reminded me of um, that. There was like a there was like a direct to video Mortal Kombat computer animated movie that came out around like the same time as the live action movie in the 90s and it had this like shitty level that that reminded me of but it's actually kind of fun to watch still like you're seeing hell or you're seeing like these kind of crazy looking fantasy landscapes so you're just like this is kind of sweet even though it's like incredibly shitty and it's not like cheap cgi in hideaway it's uh sony image works tim miller's listed on the credits he's the director of deadpool, the deadpool and, damn that's cool terminator dark fate he started blur he worked on it like I think it cost a lot of money and it looks like absolute dog shit. And the, but the real reason why it looks like absolute dog shit is it's horribly it's just a horrible idea to show hell in such a literal form. It's so um, bright. Everything is so vis- visible. The concept of the people getting slammed into each other. Yeah, that's screaming the soul faces shooting out. It all looks so bad. Like there's nothing evocative. It's too like abstract, or something. Like the asshole was good because you're like, oh yeah, like that's what hell is. You fall into a giant flaming asshole. But after like you're there, like yeah, it's. I feel like that's where everybody gets fucked up. Like what do they show when you're actually in hell? Like the part where people are getting like tormented and stuff. How do you show that? What do you? What do you? You know. It looks fucking terrible. And I would love to see like any concept art drawings or like what they thought it was going to look like. Mm. But it's just, it looks like a Nintendo 64 game. Yeah. Heaven, I kind of liked the idea of that one a little bit more because it was like a kind of this, like 
it was this simple like ambient mist like plane that you were on but it was bright and like the people you loved were there but it was all like kind of uh it felt like it was like a uh um metaphysical like you were in like a metaphysical right. it's less, reality it's less yeah and he got physical. his chakras like his chakras yeah. just straight up aligned. i love that scene where it was like he was just complete yeah. bliss like it showed just cool, five like, of his chakra at least cool like techno video shit like, it looks definitely better than hell yeah hell was just they should have just shot funny. honestly they should have just shot a background miniature environment or something with like smoke and mist and real elements and then yeah. like CGI on top because like making the CGI characters, the glowing characters and the zombie demon ball. The zombie demon ball is so stupid. It looked like the video, like a video game boss. Like he yeah, went down yeah, the total, totally. he worked his way and then he ends up in this big like round room and there's just like, this is heaven. It's a fucking giant woman. That makes it, see that yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. because that makes more sense because you could just use light, like yeah for heaven like it would be easier to CGI that I think like and just have one giant, maybe more of a silhouette of a creature with just glowing light. Show, yeah, like it. for hell, I feel like you could do like show like darkness and like have like the devil be like yeah. this giant yeah. thing that's in the shadow or like something well, you know? i was thinking a shadow like they could have yeah. just kept it to silhouettes right. it didn't have to be that detailed but he was clearly proud of his cgi so he wanted it's very to obvious. He was like check this out like you're gonna want to see <laughs> it's it's very, yeah it's very obvious that it sucks and like maybe the they spent so much money light. they wanted to show it and they didn't know what to do but like or that was his style like and they thought that style would be cool to like that would pick up it's also like your I eye think- as a as technology progresses your eye becomes more sensitive to how shitty that stuff looked and i feel like maybe they just were like this looks pretty good right and when i was a kid it didn't look that bad yeah exactly that's what i mean because that was like the peak of the tech that was the peak of the technology back then i remember playing zelda ocarina of time on 64 and like that first cut scene i was like this is like watching a goddamn movie yeah. And now when you look back on it, it's just a bunch, it's like just a, a cube riding You're like, a horse. oh my God, I was You're a like, fucking idiot. Fuck? <laughs> Can't believe I was so gullible. Yeah, it's aged stupid. terribly. And like, I feel like the giant mnemonic scenes yeah. are vastly superior. Mm. So yeah, I mean, they're kind of more creative. They're like more creative and just better executed. I feel like, even though it's kind of like the same level. Lawnmower man. Lawnmower man's pretty rough, but like there's some but never saw it. There's something fun and charming about the lawnmower man because they're like when you see that guy smiling and he's like mm. hacking yeah. and like that MTV doing video. all his shit. But also it's like it's really it's crazy that just like it just has no effect on the characters. Like going to the afterlife, like this kid goes to hell and then comes back and is like, Yeah, I was right. This is awesome. But he was like screaming in a ball of flames you know what i mean he wouldn't he, why like why would he come back to life and start killing people again yeah they should be horribly damaged <sighs> well i mean the the psychopath makes sense because maybe he just doesn't have it genetically to like feel anything maybe. but you would even think he would he killed himself to go meet satan he did it for satan so you would think he would even be like a little bit bitter 
Right. And be like, he seemed oh, pretty scared you, you, when he met you brought Satan. me fucking back. I yeah. was trying, I was hanging out with my dude. I'd be pissed as shit if I, but they also, but he, was Jeff Goldblum said he, he didn't remember. He said he didn't remember mm. that when he came That's back. He's bizarre. like, I don't remember anything. He's like, I, I remember the car accident. And then I remember. That's a bizarre choice. I remember I, I, he was like, I feel like I see, they should have dove more into it with the dialogue, but he's like, well, when he, the, He's like, I feel like end I of saw the movie, our daughter. The end of the movie when they confront each other in the underground amusement park. The ball of Satan comes out of the bad guy. Yeah. The heavenly being comes out of Jeff Goldblum. And they battle it out metaphorically like Scott Pilgrim, like the fucking DJ battle. <laughs> yeah, with like, well, I mean, that's just like an anime comic book thing. Exactly. It looks Where like just, fi- yeah. like a Final Spirit, Fantasy battle. Summon spirits. Yeah, 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 it does. Right. They summon the spirits and they fight it out. But then Jeff Goldblum gets his shotgun and just fucking wrecks but the when dude. But when he shoots the shotgun, you if you notice, it's bullets of light. Yes. It's like white bullets. So that's still, he's like shooting. He's still like pumping whatever angelic energy through. Yeah. It's like they're angels in the outfielding, but for the bullets <laughs> totally. and the gun. 100%. The angels are just holding the bullets going into his <laughs> yeah. heart and chest. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but I, I like that part because the demon starts coming out. The demon ball, the beach ball of demons starts mm-hmm. coming out and he goes, bow down to me. And Jeff Goldblum takes like five steps back and then just drops on his knees. And I'm like, oh shit, he's about to get rocked. And then he's like, prays about it. Yeah. And that's when his, but he's not a religious his, man. Uh, no, at all. He's Jewish. <laughs> not at all. Clearly. Oh yeah, that's he's a, he's, that's why he's just Jewish. I was going to oh, say antique. Like, all right, antique this seems guy. crazy, but I'll do it. <laughs> it would but be funny he, if it was like, about a Jewish guy becoming demon. Christian after he comes back to life and then he converts to Christianity. He said, like, "Guys, I got to tell you, Jesus is real." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what the movie. That's like what the happens to the rest of the movie. What if he was a, like a Mormon imagery? Um, I soiled yeah, my cool. my un, my special underwear. It's you just the little, it's Joseph Smith and the planet. Yeah, that'd be cool. Wait, so the, did after, feel like credit, a, after the credits, the guy just comes back to life. Nothing else and he, happens. And he kills the nurse. And, oh, uh, he's in a and hospital. They brought him to another hospital. Yeah, they tr- they resuscitated him, and then he woke up and killed her. They used the rejuvenation thing again. Dude, just let this. No way. <laughs> so and then Jeff Goldblum wakes up. Then Jeff Goldblum wakes up. <gasps> Oh, it's a yeah, it's a dream. And he's with his wife in bed, and then they start playing the movie game. <laughs> Not joking. Uh, yeah, the movie game. It's awesome. <laughs> this is the movie game movie. So he is immortal. They both are immortal. Uh, or just quit fucking rejuvenating people. Yeah. Let people die. People need. People no are going to die when they die. And what they say? One of the coolest quotes in that movie was, uh, "Some souls just aren't meant to last." that long ain't that the truth <laughs> and it was in regard it by. was in regards to his seven-year-old daughter who got brutally murdered by a, <laughs> a corvette yeah. hey some souls they don't got some it. souls okay? just don't got it <laughs> the little kid she don't have it she ain't got it what did you think when the when jeff goldblum goes to the doctor's house once he knows the doctor is the father and they open the refrigerator and then a corpse just falls out. How long, how long has, and it was the first time the doctor had seen that. 
because there was a investigator. note and the note's like i hate How you dad i hate yeah. you right i'll right. be here <laughs> yeah this kid is like does he not does he back to life i open the fridge 400 times a day just to see that there's yeah, yeah. In there for me to eat how yeah, just got home like, from was work he, he was so at it just work. happened in that day because that Correct. that pi was dead for at least 24 hours the doritos Correct. pi yeah. The Doritos. The Doritos detective. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> that was his trademark. So you, you know that you know the Dorito detective's been around because there's this little orange fingerprints all over yeah. the crime <laughs> yeah. scene. On the crime scene. He dusts with orange. Cheeto <laughs> dust. Or Dor- Dorito dust. Chews it up and then just spits it all over the yeah. crumples up a Dorito and <sighs> blows it on the desk to get the fingerprints. All yeah. the evidence has a little Dorito dust on it in the big case <laughs> the cardboard boxes he lugs around. He yeah, looks this this case just got and he puts down his original burritos <laughs> and picks up spicy nacho. Spicy. <laughs> like, he's like on this crime scene, he's just like licking his fingers, like touching doorknobs, and the other guy's like, hey, can you get out of here? <laughs> his his catchphrases are just all relied on. Hey buddy, I can get out of here, but you need to puts down his spicy nacho, picks up cool ranch, cool down, <laughs> and takes a bite. He wakes up in the morning and he's just like, oh, he's like hung over. He's like, went a little heavy on the cool ranch yesterday. <laughs> what the he rolls over like he's got night. a drug problem and smashes up a, a giant Dorito pack of burrito. Yeah, Doritos just opens a bag. Scarfing. Gets that first whiff of yeah. the Dorito. Hair of the dog. Hair of the Dorito. Yeah. He's in the liquor store. Hey, give me a pack. Of, let me get a, <laughs> let me get a pack <laughs> yeah. of nacho cheese. What are those Verde? Is that a new brand? Let me try them out. Yeah, that sounds cool. Hey, detective, we got some flaming hot Cheetos. Have you had these yet? He's like, <laughs> no way. He's like, hey, Come man. on, I can't handle that. He's like, oh, you know you want it. Yeah. You Fuck it. Che- I can't figure this case out unless I get deep into it. <laughs> he's like smoking, like a guy like smoking crack in an alleyway. He's just like eating flaming hot Cheetos, crying. <laughs> but he's the best on the beds, man. He does all his PI work. Like he's got his got his yeah. laptop and his uh, and his all his paperwork out at a Taco Bell, and he's just eating tacos. <laughs> <laughs> That's like where he does his work at the local Taco Bell. This is only non-Dorito food, or the Doritos Loco tacos at Taco Bell. So he gets his all his food groups. Just, his hands are just orange, like they're just covered in. He's a disgusting he's shape, orange. by the way. <laughs> no, he's, he's jacked. I <laughs> Yeah, he's like you know, I was in the army. I started eating Doritos. So he just, you know, it's part of my. <laughs> he was a marine, part of SEAL Team Six. Was a a, a a brilliant detective on the force. Yeah, and got hooked on the. But D. one one case just <laughs> one case just fucked him up. Yeah. Now, do you know how hard it would be to put a human body in a refrigerator? <laughs> like you'd have to take out all the shells. You have to take out all the food. <laughs> all the, all the food. <laughs> That's a good point. And then what do you do with all the shelves and food? <laughs> exactly. They're, They're in garbage. his uh, devil worshiping room. When that when that happened, I for a split second I was like, oh, the dad's been in on it. Mm. I thought the dad that was like a yeah, dad. Secret. That would be interesting. Yeah, that could have been cool. Um, technically, like, I know he's a in, psychopath, but the yeah. dad is in on it. He knows his son's crazy. He never told he's Jeff Goldblum. information. You, by like the always, way, when he when he resurrects Jeff Goldblum, by the way, you don't have any like blonde daughters, do you? Remember when, um, 
right before they resuscitate Jeff Goldblum, the nurse is like, you remember what happened last time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what happened last time? Nothing. His son came back to life. It worked. The only reason yeah, so his son was already a, that his son no was already established <laughs> to be a serial killer. So it's not like he came back and then was a serial killer. Well, he was because, just a murderer. Not exactly. A serial so killer. it's not like he became so the the nurse know that the son is God. murdering people. Yeah. Yeah, the people, she, the, staff, I mean, the, the surgery staff or whatever. The, the dude was pretty easy. Inglacius, what was his name? Vergacio. Um, Vagina. Yeah. That, this dude uh, was clearly a creep. And like almost everybody except for a couple of hot girls that ran into him were like, this guy's giving straight up creep vibes. Even yeah. Regina's friend was like, you need to learn. Like, pay, like what the fuck? You're flirting with this guy? He's clearly a creep. This movie is a cautionary tale about falling for the bad boy. The thick-lipped bad boy. Yeah. It's kind of like... It reminds me of the Marilyn Manson stuff that's in the news this week. You know what I mean? What's that? Marilyn Manson's a bad boy. Doing that what? the girls fall for. Just abusing his girlfriends and stuff. I mean, is that surprising? Yes. The fuck. Look, if you're 18 and you're dating like uh, the cool dude at the goth club. Guess what? That guy's a fucking loser. She wasn't even eight. Yeah. She was like 15. Or are you talking Marilyn Manson? Talking, yeah, both of them. It's like, yeah, the guy at the goth club who you think is so cool is not cool. Golf club. He, at the goth club, he works at like a like a video store or movie theater or like. No matter how oh, small his sunglasses are. He smokes cigarettes. Oh, he yeah, drinks coffee yeah. all the time and like doesn't give a fuck. He's seven really guys older than you. Yeah, they're yeah. just banging young girls because they have an apartment in the city, so they seem like so special. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like where their they're mental cool capacity is. They're eighteen year old mentally yeah. the men are, or whatever. Women can do it too. Okay. Women can do that too. They could be goth. Women can creep on young guys too, okay? They can be yeah. goth. No, they can't be goth. That's a guy thing. Guys only. Guys only. <laughs> Sorry, point. ladies. You were like, goth is for guys only. Yeah. Remember when you were like 21? Wasn't there always like Stay one away. girl who was older? It would like really be flirtatious to all the guys. You know, it's just mm. like, I don't want to, I don't want to go for her. You know, no way. That's, been the, since that's the coolest like thing you could do. It's just go for the girl who's like really flirtatious with all the guys who Yeah, and she's like seven years older. And she smokes like but she's a, smokes cigarettes a bunch much. and stuff. She's Doritos all up on her lips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's Woo! the Doritos detective. <laughs> Dude, do not stay away from the Dorito detective girl. <laughs> I mean, if you got a case you need him to work, hire him. But yeah. that Doritos detective broad. <laughs> Don't try to fall. Don't fall in love. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Business only with the Doritos detective. Oh, I want to make that. Yeah. The Doritos detective. That should be the sequel to this one. The spinoff. Just like a and gun belt, a full of mini Doritos bags around his waist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just he uses like, it like can throw them so like ninja stars to like kill people. Can like just utilizes these Doritos in so many different ways. Just, just has a problem. <laughs> just has a genuine e eating disorder. 
uh, I have a pro- I'm, I'm torn with this movie because I, I it's hard for me. These movies are hard for me to rate because I enjoy this the bad weirdness of them, but I can tell that they're not like. I know obviously they're not like good movies or they're bad, like especially bad, but they're still like, you know, how do you reconcile that? I don't know. Entertaining. They're meant to be entertaining. That's what movies are made for. Yeah. you get This movie gives you what you don't know that you want. Like when they fall into the river (laughs) and shit, you don't expect it to do that. Yeah. That went on for a little bit. Yeah. But you're like, okay, this is weird. You know? I was I was immediately out of it when the first hell scene. I was like, okay, this is what we're I was in. with. I was in just like, and that's, going that's when that he said this movie's asshole. awesome. Yeah, that was me falling into the flaming asshole of this movie, being like, this is great. <clears throat> yeah, they that's when I was like, my reality had to be like, okay, this I'm gonna have to watch this as if it's like a comic or like a graphic novel or an anime, because yeah. it's just wild. Yeah could be a dope anime movie. I'm just saying, my biggest thing is they could have depicted heaven and hell way cooler and then that battle at the end with the demon and the angel or whatever would be so badass if it was like animated if it wasn't instead true. of CGI'd. Yes. But alas, that was not the case. Yeah, I mean, this movie's pretty bad in my opinion. I give it one and a half star. Yeah. One easily. and a half? I think you're in the ballpark there, dude. I don't, I mean, see, I, this, it got me excited to start thinking about like how it could be a pretty cool graphic, not how it could be a cool thing, how Settle he down. could become like, use Settle this immort- I also don't love buy anything the rights with to this like, movie. give it a number, man. You got to give it a number. <laughs> don't buy the rights to this like movie the, and make I, it I a graphic like novel, the, uh, any, any character that can rejuvenate that quickly is it like a big turn on for me, but a big turn off was he did turn not on. utilize it at all. Yeah, it's he a didn't use movie. his. Nothing in the movie makes sense or comes together. And it's very weird. It was very boring. It was very. There's about forty minutes that were very boring, and even the final thing with them climbing around the sculpture was pretty boring. You kind of thought Alicia Silverstone yeah, was going to be under, bigger. An, I'd go three an abandoned stars. amusement park. I mean, it's completely cliched. Yeah. I'd go three stars, but that was but the it, night. Fun, it was fun at the watch. time it wasn't cliche. Fun to was watch. it in '95? Roger Ebert gave it three stars, and he said he's like, "Yeah, the movie's dumb, but I like it." I'd give <laughs> that's it three. Cool. That's the what. I, that's my quote. Then I'd give it three stars. It's stupid, but I like. There's there's something there that could uh, you could uh, mine out of it. I was yeah, I was going to give it two for its entertainment value, um, but so it was just hard point to five be, away because from. it has to be half <laughs> a star to, within my rating every time. Yeah, I just have to do half a star within Williams' rating. So, um, yeah, I was thinking about doing it too. It just sucks. I just wish that you would stop posting these so fast, like before I can watch them. It was already rated. I've already seen the movie. Oh. Uh, oh, shit, what you right, think, fine. buddy? <laughs> well, I don't... I mean, I can't... I'm just, like, not able to get past this context for my any rating I give because it's always... I always see your rating for, before I can watch the movie. Well, quit. Just unfollow. Don't on look that at app. the rating. Don't look at the letter. I have to follow. I have to see what's up. Um. Anyway, I, I follow hundreds of people. I don't. I don't. I never see your ratings. It's I just see. a random feed. It's just a random feed of people. Right. Right. Um. Well. Yeah. I. I. I can't. Wait. I personally can't wait for the sequel. Yeah. 
since the series of movies. Could be any year now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of a cool concept. I like I could see how hell. on on paper it would be exciting <laughs> when like like they're pitching it, where the they're psychically linked. So it's a race against who can get to the other person quicker by what they see through the other person's That's just eyes. Such a confusing exactly. part of the movie. It's such a it's the lost potential of the premise that really. That's the thing. Bugs like the premise is, is kind of cool. Sure. That really. They're just striking out. Left it was right. not utilized well. I'm telling you, like if he it's bizarre writing, something serial off. killer scenes had actual tension. The dreams had actual tension. Sure. If they stretched that out, but instead we get a we get so much of this domestic drama bullshit with Jeff Goldblum, right. right. yeah. shot in this, this shitty Airbnb couple of swingers. Oh, that, Man, see that this McMansion garbage house. He says as he has house. his pinky out while he hits his vape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do you have any antiques in his house? <laughs> he's not really look like antiques. an antique dealer he doesn't like to mix to bring, to bring it could there could have been home. a cool cool aspect in that regard where like the serial killer like there's more more to the movie after they both realize they can see through each other's eyes and then they start like the serial killer starts fucking with jeff goldblum and is what like he killing sold? people making them wear wigs and calling them regina as he's like killing them yeah just yeah. to fuck with jeff goldbrun that's a cool idea like, never gonna catch Listen me to this. Good, good. what if he I was selling it. an antique to his father and then like he, he had there was like an element from the antique that he used that connected them or like no that's dumb the, as shit the doctor guy had a house full of antiques <laughs> that's, i gotta agree with ryan that was just his, that was just his job <laughs> They're connected because they went to the other side. They went to the other side and came back. Yeah, but they could have. They could have fucked. They they were also the only two that got. They were also the only two that got this. As far as we know, thing. Yeah, I have to go, guys. Yeah, wasted potential. Three stars. (laughs) Wasted potential. Four and a half stars. (laughs) If you want to laugh at some garbage CGI, it's worth watching those clips on YouTube. Yeah, that's good stuff. I would I would put that on in the background if I was like having a a rave or something. If I was hosting a rave. If you got tickets to a rave? Yeah. Dude, I wish. 